Brothers and sisters of the congregation, right now, you're with Brother Greatness, and you're checking out the Three Count Podcast. Hallelujah. I'm in fashion, Welcome, everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Into the Ring, and I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up that mountain called wrestling. And by now, after our fourth season, a 300-something episode, I would just think you just say it with me. I am your Sherpa. Because like your tribal chief, acknowledge me. But like every good Sherpa, you got to have someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. That's why it's never about me. It's about who's entering. So who's entering the ring today? You can find this man at AEW. You can find this man at NYWC. You can find this man at the Wrestling Open, VPW, TOS. You can find this man at Remarkable, PAPW. You can find this man at Pizza Party Pro, NEW. You can find this man at Invictus. He is here to lead the congregation. He is here to spread the good word. He is here to collect those offerings because, you know, those are necessary. He is Brother Greatness. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you for the introduction, brother. Hell yeah, man. I'm hyped. Beautifully done. Beautifully done. <laughs> so, full transparency, man. We actually met a few times, right? We've been crossing paths, it feels like, every so often. Like, I know I ran into you at Invictus a couple times. I ran into you at the Wrestling Open, mm -hmm. uh, actually, last year. So, I was, like, just keeping tabs and stuff. And I was like, I want to bring him on the podcast because I every time I see you come out, I genuinely pop every time I see you come out. I'm like, I got to get this man on here and talk to him. Cool, cool. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, you know, uh, especially especially with the open, it's such a different environment compared to everywhere else, you know. So uh, definitely, definitely excited to get into it and uh, talk about anything that comes up. Yeah, that's the craziest part. I mean, you OK, you hit on a good note. Right. And I kind of want to start like one. All right. Let's start with this. Who is Brother of Greatness and how did you get into the business? And then we're going to talk about another piece that you just brought up. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. So. Brother Greatness, I'm Bradley, um, wrestling Christian. Uh, that's really more of my life as opposed to a gimmick. Uh, I decided to take uh, my my religion, my faith, bring it straight to wrestling and uh, just try my best to express it in a good way uh, and try to present Christianity in a way that people might not used to be seeing it, especially when I'm doing more of the uh, baby face work. Uh, really get an opportunity to speak directly to 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 my faith system and my spirituality i got into the business uh uh i was i was always a violent kid i did karate uh did free and folk style wrestling in high school ended up yarding for a long time and at some point finally decided hey maybe we should go learn how to actually do this um and started getting trained in 2011 2012 and i've been at it ever since uh discount about three years for a broken skull but outside of that I've been pretty consistent. <laughs> it, it's wow. First of all, like we got to backtrack this, like a broken skull. Yes. Like I would ask what's the worst bump you've taken, but assuming that you've had a broken skull, that might be it. Yeah. 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 That, that wasn't good times. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't need to dive into that story. You guys just now know that, you know, cause normally I ask that question, like, Hey, what's the worst bump you've ever taken? Now that we know that you've had a broken skull, that's the worst bump. And we don't really have to dive into that story unless you want to, but we don't really have to dive into that. <laughs> Sure, but sure. it is funny because like we do have a mutual friend right and he's the other half of this podcast right Chaz and you have known each other for a little bit and it's funny because like the more I talk with Chaz 
and about certain wrestlers, right? Between like yourself, Nikolai White, uh, Casey and Daniel, right? From the throne. Yeah. Like, it's just funny to see like Chaz, like talk about it. And then everybody, it's like, like everybody knows Chaz. And it's like, Chaz has this like weird mythos about like the myth of Chaz. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> Then you then you meet people who know. I'm like, oh, I know Chaz Evans. Like, I know the Don. I'm like, what? Like, how? <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, it's a great story. And there's always it's funny that you have you have this connection with so many guys from the same place, and it all connects back to Chaz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the last time I seen him. I, I really don't know the last time I seen Chaz. <laughs> it's funny Chaz, good guy that's like oh, i'm a, I'm sure we all say the exact same thing Chaz, great guy easy 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 going easy to be around good people yeah and it's funny because like it's he's like he's almost it's essentially like talking to Chaz or talking about Chaz is like playing six degrees of kevin bacon like <laughs> you know someone who knows somebody who knows somebody who knew Chaz, and it's yeah. like it's so weird to think about that and then i get to think about wrestling in itself and it's like you're always that one connection away from that other person that you've known yep there's always someone who knows somebody it's weird because it it feels like such a large community until you start talking <laughs> they realize yeah. it's a lot of it's it's a lot it's not a lot of people just across just across a lot of miles that's really all it is it really that's really what it is uh, all right, so let's talk. Let's let's jump into this because I wanted to. You you brought this up, and it's definitely it's definitely facts. But you were talking about the wrestling open being such a different beast from like everything else, like in the scene, right? And I've only and I only had a, a dark match at at the open last year, and so and you're right, it is like is weird because like it's nerve wracking, but then like I'm sure like once you get there and you're there like working a few different times, like you can't even comfortable to the scene. But I know for me, like having a dark match in front of my peers, like I know they're all on my team, but it's like, I don't want to look bad. And you get into this crazy mindset and then you like, sh- like I shelled up. I'll be a hundred percent. Like I haven't even watched the footage back, but one of my mentors, Tyree Taylor definitely was like, dude, you like froze out there. And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I thought I had a pretty genuine match. And then, the more I got to think about it and breaking it down in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, no, like, you definitely, you definitely froze. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's difficult. I think what it is, you're looking around and you're seeing nothing but quality wrestlers. Almost everyone there is like, oh, I know that guy. He's, he's done dark. Or, oh, I know that guy. I've seen him do extra work. Oh, I know that guy. He's a heavyweight champion at insert major indie promotion here uh and it's all you know it's all under the beyond the beyond banner and everyone wants to work for beyond so it's just one of those things it's it is tough and then you're asked to go out there and do the last thing you'd expect to be asked to do go out there and have a very simple match yeah simple keep it quick and you're just like oh no how am i gonna show the best of me and then it gets it, it it turns into a lot but uh what I found with the open and kind of what I found with the more organized places is uh, do what you're asked to do in a way that only you can do it. And you're going to, and you're going to, you're going to succeed or at least get as close to success as you can get period. Cause if, yeah. if no one's going to do you better than you do you. So just do what you're asked and do it to the best of your ability. That that's all there is to it. If you can do that, you win a lot of guys. They just don't listen. To what they're being told to do, and that causes problems. 
Yeah, and that was the thing for me was like when I went up there and I performed my first time, like I legitimately was like, all right, uh, you know, I got to work with Evander James, who's like a wonderful talent to begin with anyway. Yeah. And then like, you know, and to sit back with him and stuff like that and just like pick his brain a little bit. But like we kept the match like so like so simple, right? And it obviously like you're 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 there for five minutes, right? But we're keeping like the match so simple. And I was like, thank goodness. Like I just want to rely kind of heavily on my character work. But the crazy part was the day that I get to debut as a heel is in a practice match at the wrestling open. Yeah. Because I had been working face everywhere. And so for me to work as a heel was like, oh man, like this is gonna be different. I gotta remember how to do things. So looking back at the match and thinking about things, I was like, hey, you know what? Like I can really do things. And funny enough, it actually inspired me because you know, Chaz and pure ignorance have like their thing going on. Mm -hmm. I was like, maybe if I just you know, I'm around them all the time. I was like, maybe if I just work with them a couple of times, like I'll start kind of getting this idea of what a heel is supposed to look like. And funny enough, that's what happened. <laughs> like I started kind of understanding like how to really work as a heel and like get this, get this crazy thing like happening. So it, it's, it's weird. I'm ready. I, cause I can't wait. I'm going to be back up at the wrestling open at some point. So whether I work as a heel or a face, I'm not really, scared as much as i was at one time <laughs> you got all the uh got all the nerves out one time so it made it a lot easier right and that's the thing too like and that's the the funny part about it too is that like you said there's so many quality wrestlers that are up there and they're all working but they're all there on your team and i think for i think what ended up happening with me was that i hey you gotta keep calm over there okay sorry my my pop is deciding that she wants to make her make your debut but um it's it's one of those things where you're like you're you're there around so many people but they're all on your team they all want to help you they want they all want to see you succeed it's not like anybody's there like man i can't wait for this dude just to suck ass so that i can just you know destroy him face yeah, to face no, no, like, that's not the environment because they're they're all yeah. looking somebody like oh I, at least from my perspective i feel like a lot of the guys would agree they see people come on there they're like oh is this gonna be someone new that i can work with because you, you need you need new ingredients to make a new meal so you're just like, oh, okay, I could do something with this. I can do something with this. I can do something with this. I know I know. for me personally, uh, it, that's a lot for me because when you look at the Church of Greatness, I never know who they're going to say, hey, we're going to add this person to this group. Uh, I, I never know who I'm going to be working with. I never know what character I'm going to have to craft a story for, like, the day of. So, So it's really important to me that I get good ingredients just as someone who's uh, essentially become a regular there. I, I think I've missed two Thursdays, the first Thursday of the year, and another one where I just wasn't available to go. I was in another state. So I'm, I'm always there. So I, I have, like, I, I take it personally. So if someone comes in there, I, I hope they're good because it would be a shame for someone to go out there and just not, like, assume someone, like, say someone that's not trained goes in there. And I'm just like, just wasted a little bit of time because we could have been getting ready for the show. I really wanted this part. We all want the people going there to be good. We don't want them to not be good. Right. Yeah. It is, and it shows because, like, the testament, man, like, I watched the wrestling open on IWTV. Uh, yeah. I watched the wrestling open, and, like, I just, 
Yes, Thursdays at eight PM, um, and I, I, I love the show. Like you, there's and like you said, there's so many good quality wrestlers that are always going in there and putting on these badass matches and stuff like that. And it's it's hard not to be like, man, I'm not impressed with what's going on at the Wrestling Open. Yeah. Like that's and and beyond, it definitely has put their stamp on all of that. But it's one of those things where it's like that kind of stands on its own because the workers want it to be like a massive thing, and you can see it like when they're working. Yeah, no, we, we want it to be a big deal. I know personally, I, I definitely do. I've taken way less work. Uh, and most of the most of the other wrestlers aren't like this. You know, most of them are doing Thursdays, Fridays, Saturday, and Sunday straight of, of shows on top of whatever's happening in their daily life. I, I couldn't maintain that pace. So I literally slowed down on some of the weekend shows just to make sure that I could always make the time to take the trek up to, to New England from, from New York to, to be a part of the wrestling open. So if I'm going to be there, I want as many people watching as possible, as many shares, retweets, sponsorships, the whole nine yards. Yeah, I definitely agree. So one of my things that I wanted to find out and just kind of ask is like, aside from the wrestling open, what's one of the hardest lessons you've had to learn being in the business? I don't know how to say it the right way, so I'm just going to say it the wrong way. You, you kind of got to be a dick. Like, it, it, it depends on – it's very situational, but, like, I was very uh, – I mean, most people see how I am. I'm very, like, come off as a nice guy, I guess, and it's very just, hey, I'm trying to work with people. I'm just trying to make the best of a situation, uh, trying to be cool with, with everyone, no need for any animosity. And a lot of times that affected my pay, that affected how I was being booked, that affected opportunities where maybe I took a booking that wasn't a big deal and then something really cool popped up and then I say, you know what, I can't do it because I already made this commitment. But if I took the bigger opportunity, that would have been better for the same small company or company that just started because now they have someone who you can say, oh yeah, this person was here. And all I had to do was miss one show. Now you have me for 10 shows with that added, that added benefit. Or, mm -hmm. you know, just us forgetting that this is a business and maybe like I have a rate and then just dropping it heavily because I'm like, oh no, I really want to help someone out. No, you can't do that all the time. There's limited days in the week. There's limited shows in a weekend because most of the shows are weekends. So after a while, it's like, what, what are you working towards? And it took me years to get into the mindset of less favors, less brother, brother, and more, more business. Like, why are we doing this show outside of wanting to wrestle? Congratulations. You get to wrestle. There's a lot of shows. There's a lot of opportunities. Where do you want to work and why? What's your rate and why? Are you going to stick to it? What do you, what are you? What, what, what quality of wrestler do you want to wrestle? You want to wrestle anyone you put in front of you or someone that that adds something to your to your portfolio and not feeling bad about that. It's not feeling bad about treating it like a business. That, that's what I think I think that's the thing. And that's, and that's a great point. And I think when you like first get into the business, right, because like I'm because I'm coming into my my I'm getting ready to start my fourth year. In January, all right. Let's not let's not be too hasty about this. All right, in January, we my fourth three year. and a half for three and a half deep. Three, three and a half years, yeah, yeah. We three and a half years in, but in in that time though, like what I've come to understand was because I understand already, like I'm not have I have limited time, 
right? And I'm not even just talking about like limited time, like in a week. I'm talking about like I'm third. I'm turning 38 this year. Like it's not like a, it's not like a longevity thing. That's the problem. It's like, but you have to understand too. Like, and I I, I realized this when the first couple of years, like I was in like working and stuff like that, and like I would just take any match, right? Yeah. Oh, you wanna you wanna put me in a squash match? Cool. I just get an opportunity to kind of showcase like who I am. And these were things that like those those matter. But once you start getting like pushing up, you're like, hey, wait a minute. Let me look at where I'm at, what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, and who I'm doing it for. And I think those are those are important. You gotta be I think, intentional. <laughs> yeah. You gotta know. We gotta know, like, hey, does this company have a plan for me? If not, why not? What am I missing? Right. And those are like things where I've like started to come through and start asking myself, like, because you know, I don't ever want to blame a company or somebody for like, ah, oh, we don't want that guy here. Like, why don't you want me here? what is it about me that you don't like? Is it something that I did? Something I said? Is it the fact that I have a podcast? I don't know. Like, tell me so that way I can and funny, fix whatever it is. Just because there's so many wrestlers. Nine times out of ten, it's just there's so many wrestlers. They have a set roster. They need to book 20 guys, and there's 100 in the inbox. That, that's, usually, that's usually all it is. Like, I tell people all the time, like, it's just, it's hard to get into a promotion. But once you're in, you're usually in. Like, they know who you are. They trust you. You haven't done anything to get yourself fired. So you're good. <laughs> it's just about that first step in making that connection. And luckily, you're connected to a lot of good talents that, that work a lot of places. So not, not too hard for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's the benefit of, like, something. Like, I and I'll, I'll be real because, like, you know, I, I hear this all the time. Like, people are like, yo, how do you get into certain places? It's like sometimes it's just kind of like who you know and i I'm, i'll be honest like being on the east coast it's an it's an added benefit of being in a dmv but then also like i've reached out to a lot of people in the northeast into florida into california and i just asked like hey do you want to come on my podcast and nine times out of ten people want to come on the podcast yeah. and it's because like and then once i have that connection then they know who i am it's not like i'm just some random dude sliding into a dm being like hey yo uh hook me up with a spot here I'm like, no, just show me an opportunity where I can show I can I could come in and do yeah. something. And that's always what I've I've never that's the one thing I think I've always asked for was like, yo, give me an opportunity to meet such and such because you know, I could slide into DMs and be a rando who's like, Hey man, you should book me on your show. Or I can just show up and have a conversation with you and, and more times out of ten it's gonna be we don't have a spot for you today, but if you just wanna help out and hang out and just watch the show, we would appreciate it. And then we'll see what's going on in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hey, it's what you gotta do. <laughs> I mean, I did it. Everybody, I feel like everyone had to do it at some point. Everybody has to do it, and and it's no different. Uh, cause you know, some of us are gonna have to do it all over again <laughs> coming up. <laughs> so hey, uh, I I want to ask this, but uh, what like you use your faith and things like that to kind of like help develop who brother greatness is. But what are the characteristics from your life? Do you bring into your character? And then what other influences do you have on the outside that aren't wrestling related that would help make brother greatness into brother greatness? Yeah. I mean, honestly, the character is very much just me focused on faith. So anything that is me gets used. So if you ever see my, uh, my face work, you know, remarkable, uh, remarkable VPW, uh, Bronx Wrestling Federation before COVID. I'm coming out dancing. Uh, I'm dancing. I'm having a great time. Very much the way I just am. Anyone's ever seen me backstage? It's just that. Yes. <laughs> that's it. 
I'm I'm well known as a menace in the locker room area. <laughs> just the way I'm backstage is the same way in the front. Uh, you know, I come out from Christchurch, Barbados. My my entire family's Bajan. I'm of Bajan descent, um, and that's something that I've used. I use the colors, the the yellow, the yellow and blue and black on the vast majority of the tights I decide to use. All that's representing my Bajan culture. Even the green tights I have, I'm a big Jets fan, so I got green tights just because I'm a Jets fan. I was like, let's throw some green in there for giggles. Anything that I can pull from, I, I take. I used to have a really bad temper, so oftentimes you'll see that switch go off in the middle of a promo. You know, so any, any at literally every part of my life that I can get a firm hold on and incorporate, I incorporate it because there's always a story that's going to require more depth than, oh, yeah, he's a Christian wrestler. Like, you're going to need a little bit more now and again. And um, I'm, I've never been afraid to, uh, <laughs> to, to let that loose. <laughs> so let me ask this is gonna be my last question before we jump into the best part of the three count podcast uh show hey i need one do and one don't of the locker room hmm. so big don't don't mess with nobody's stuff just don't touch nobody's things like make an announcement or something you know there's always that one bag that's on the one chair that everybody wants to sit on don't don't touch the bag because everyone loses something in the locker room and the last thing you want is someone going, I saw that guy touching bags. So don't touch nobody's stuff backstage. Just I beg of you. And don't smell bad. That's going to be two don'ts. I'm throwing two because people be smelling bad at summertime. The memes and, and statuses are already out. Please wash, your, wash yourself and put on some Old Spice or something. Just get the smell goods. Oh, people don't wash their behinds properly. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> Definitely a do. Just, I feel like you just gotta be cordial with everybody. You don't gotta be everybody's best friend. I'd prefer if you weren't. Just, you gotta be cordial with everybody because the last thing you need is is animosity because you didn't say hi to somebody or you, you gave somebody a look and they took it the wrong way and you're just backstage like, is that a wrestler I know? I don't know. I'm gonna look away. And they took it as something else. Like, just, just be courteous to everyone. Though, those are the those are my quick ones. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Well, those are my heavy hitting questions, but we do got to hop into the sec this the best segment of the three count podcast, and that is the three count podcast ten count questions. And brother, greatness is how it works. I'm gonna fire off ten questions at you, rapid fast, and whatever your answer is, that's your answer. Cool. Let's do it. So let's put on the imaginary timer for added pressure. <gasps> Bing. And in the words of Mike Goldberg, here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Smackdown. Favorite actor? Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Favorite cartoon? Avatar The Last Airbender. PlayStation or Xbox? Xbox. Favorite movie? The Lion King. Yes. Apple or Android? <sighs> Android, even though I have an Apple. Android. I, I would think Android too, because you know apples and uh, Christian, uh, <laughs> you know the world hasn't turned out well. Uh, favorite podcast, the Three Count Podcast, right? It's not like <laughs> you know we've tried to convince people secretly. Uh, nominate one person that you want to see on this podcast. Ooh, that's a good one. You know what? Let's say Stan Michael 
the king of R&B. Let's go. And then last but not least, my favorite question to ask every single person who comes on this podcast, favorite curse word. Ah, uh, you can't do, you can't say that to, to brother great, a brother in Christ. Well, you know what, Ross Hall. I I'll take it. <laughs> Ross Hall. That that's it. That's it. I pep I pep most comments with that word. <laughs> well, there we are. So the last thing I need from you, brother greatness, is to let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. Yeah, of course. Uh, brother greatness twenty twelve Instagram. Be Greatness 2012, I believe it is, for Twitter. Uh, you can find Brother Greatness, the fan page, on Facebook. If you're looking to watch me wrestle, every – or wrestle or manage, we'll just say perform. Uh, Wrestling Open, IW Television, IWTV, every Thursday, 8 p.m., I am almost always there. Nothing is a bigger support to me. Then watching on IW television, and anytime you have an extra couple bucks, throw in a sponsorship through beyondwrestling at gmail.com. IWTV, Wrestling Open, every Thursday. Nothing matters to me more in terms of my day-to-day wrestling. That's it. There you go. He gave you all of his handles. He told you where you can find him and where you can watch him. So make sure you go check out IWTV, you know. Throw some love. Watch the wrestling open because it really does matter. Anyway, like every great part of a wrestling match, we got to take us home. Because this is the 3 Kill Podcast presents Now Entering, and I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you out not to go wrestling. And, you know, like every good Sherpa, it's never about me. It's about who's entering. So who's entering? You see him right there, okay? He's the man, the myth, the legend, the man who saves us from damnation. Brother Greatness, and you guys know what to do. Tune in to the next episode and be there, or you're legitimately following us on all of our social media platforms. Just subscribe to our YouTube channel. You're following us on Spotify. You're even leaving those five-star frog slash reviews on Apple Podcasts. You're even checking us out on Amazon Music because we just started putting our stuff on there as well. So you're doing all that stuff. You're buying our merch on ProWrestlingTees.com for attached to 3 Count Podcast or even on ForYourWear.com, 3 Count Podcast, if Chaz has set that up yet. Mm, we'll find that out. And you're leaving the comments. You're sharing with your friends and your enemies as well as your family members and those ones that you cut off the tree branch a long, long time ago. Doing all that stuff, you're telling us everything, or you're really just waiting for this episode to end. You're waiting for that outro. And then you're choosing another episode to listen to. Kawaii. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the Three Count underscore pod. Give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the Three Count Pod. Give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com, give subscribe, turn the bell on, turn on notifications, leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast and in there you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also one thing I need you to do for me, the three count podcast also has merchandise. At ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the three count pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So show us some support please.